Hello and welcome to Penalty on the Podcaster, the weekly NFL predicting podcast. This week, predicting week one of the new season 2023, and I am very excited for a multitude of reasons because I'm excited that the new season is back. I'm excited that I'm back at to the show that really kicked everything off for me. And I'm excited because I'm recording this on Wednesday, September 6th, 2023. And tomorrow will be the one-year anniversary of my first ever episode which was released predicting week one of the 2022 NFL season on September 7th, 2022. So for those of you unfamiliar to the show, the way this is going to work is that I'm going to look at the slate of games and I'm going to talk about each game and I'm also going to talk about injuries and I'm going to give predictions for score and outcome. Also personal predictions for like players, performances, things like that. And a few quick messages. Um, This podcast is not gambling advice. I really mean that. And I'm not responsible for any money that was lost. If it was lost gambling on things said in this podcast. Also, this podcast is not currently sponsored. If you would like to sponsor this podcast, my email is in the the description. This podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, RSS Community, and Google Podcasts. The links to this podcast on all of those platforms will be in the description. And also, RSS is the recommended platform because you can see the transcripts. If you're on YouTube and you like the content, please hit that like and subscribe button. It would help the channel grow. It costs nothing, takes about a second, and you can always undo it if you change your mind later. Also, uh, please spread the word about this podcast. I'm trying to hit 1,000 all-time downloads before the end of the year, and it's certainly a possible goal, and it will be easier to achieve if the word is being spread. Now, let's start with the first game of the season, Detroit Lions at Kansas City Chiefs. It's pretty obvious that the Chiefs are going to win. The Lions are a much improved team, but I don't think they can possibly hope to beat the Chiefs. The Lions do have a great team, though. Their running backs are David Montgomery and a great new player, Jameer Gibbs. They have Jared Goff, who's great, a great coach, and Dan Campbell. Their defense is pretty good. Kirby Joseph a great safety. They have Aiden Hutchinson, who is a pretty good defensive end. He he was in the running for Defensive Rookie of the Year, and in my opinion, he should have won. Nine and a half sacks, three interceptions in a rookie season is purely insane. And, you know, they also have great receivers like Amon Ross St. Brown. So this is a team that can go far. I just don't think they can win against the Chiefs. With the and also Emmanuel Mosley, their cornerback, is out for the game with a knee injury. With the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey is questionable with a knee injury, and he did not participate in practice. And he is really the best pass catcher on the team. So this could be a huge problem for the Chiefs. They're 
Their receivers are really Kadarius, Tony, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and Sky Moore. So that's a bit of a tough receiver position. They do have a good secondary, though, anchored by Legarius Sneed. But the but one of the biggest issues is their pass rush. They their pass rush. They lost some players. They lost Frank Clark to the Broncos. They also don't have Chris Jones because he has a contract holdout. And so that could be a real problem for them, but I don't think enough to hold them back. So I think Jared Goff will throw two touchdowns and one interception. I think Monroe St. Brown will catch at least one touchdown. Another thing with the Chiefs, they have a great running back in Isaiah Pacheco. And I predict Patrick Mahomes to throw two touchdowns and rush for at least one. But I do predict him to get sacked once by Aiden Hutchinson. And I predict Isaiah Pacheco to rush for a touchdown. Actually, I predict Mahomes to have zero rushing touchdowns. And, yeah, I think that's really just about it. I... And I predict that the Chiefs will win 21-17. Pretty narrow victory, but the lines are that good. Texans at Ravens. So the Texans, you know, second worst team in the league and all that. They do have a new quarterback, C.J. Stroud. We'll see how he does in the regular season. That is probably the biggest what. That's probably the biggest thing that will change things, C.J. Stroud's performance. The Ravens do have Lamar Jackson, which is great. but And they have a great secondary anchored by Marlon Humphrey, except he did not participate in practice. He does not have an official game status yet. But not participating in practice is not a good sign. Mark Andrews also had limited participation in practice for the Ravens, and Mark Andrews is a great tight end. Also... Newly acquired safety, Jimmy Ward for the Texans, did not participate in practice. Again, no game uh, status, but it's not looking good. And so really, I predict the Ravens to win this one. I'm not going to make any predictions about the Texans and C.J. Stroud because I just don't know enough yet. But I do predict Lamar Jackson to throw at least one touchdown and rush for at least one. And I predict Zay Flowers to catch a touchdown. And I know he's a rookie and I don't know that much about him, but he's been looking pretty good this preseason. He really has looked really good. And I predict the Ravens to win 24-13. to Buccaneers at Vikings. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious that the Vikings will win here. Kalijah Kansi, the rookie defensive tackle for the Bucks, Aaron Donald's clone, did not participate in practice, and neither did Keyshawn Vaughn. And that could be a problem. For the Vikings, they really don't have many injuries and so I'm expecting them to 
stomp all over the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers have Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask at quarterback. Baker Mayfield is the starter, and so it's not looking good. They do have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, a pretty great receiving duo. Richard White, pretty good. And they do have Antoine Winfield. He is listed on the injury report, but he did have full participation in practice. No game status, but it's a good sign. And so, really, I don't expect the Buccaneers to do much of anything. They do have a pretty good defense with Devin White. The receivers are pretty good. But, like, I just don't see them doing anything with, like, this kind of whole riddled roster, especially with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. I'm expecting him to throw at least two interceptions. For the Vikings, though, I think they are going to have a fun day, a nice, easy game to start off the season. I think Kirk Cousins will throw two, will throw three touchdowns. Pretty simple. And I think Justin Jefferson will catch two touchdowns. He they did lose Adam Thielen, but that's fine. I predict T.J. Hawkinson to catch a touchdown. They are, of course, dealing with the loss of Dalvin Cook, but that, but they do have a really good offense and a pretty good defense as well that can really take advantage. Like their defense isn't great, but I mean it's Baker Mayfield. They're fine, and so I think the Vikings are going to win plain and simple 28 to 10 I think is my prediction. I don't expect this to be anywhere close to close. And so Cardinals at Commanders, the Commanders are looking a lot better after getting rid of Dan Snyder. Sam Howell's been looking good. Their defense has been looking pretty good. Montez Sweat, Chase Young, Deron Payne, very good defensive line. This Team is pretty good. Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin make up a pretty good receiving duo. And Brian Robinson is a pretty good running back. So this team could really go far. And, well, not really go far, but I think they could be good. And they can definitely beat the team they're hosting, the Cardinals. They are just bad like there's really nothing to uh say there's really not much to say they just suck and it's just plain and simple they're not a good team and like kyler murray has a lot of issues they don't have deandre hopkins anymore so now it's all on marquise brown Zach Ertz is okay. I guess James Conner is pretty solid. They lost J.J. Watt. So how is their defense going to be? They do have Buda Baker, but still that's a rough-looking team. And Marquise Brown had limited participation in practice, and so did Zach Ertz. But maybe more importantly for the Commanders, Terry McLaurin and Chase Young had limited participation in practice. No game status has been released, but that might be a little problematic if those two can't play. 
But I think the Commanders are going to win. I think Sam Howell is going to have a three-touchdown day to start off his first season as a full-time starter. And I think Terry McLaurin will catch one, and Jahan Dotson will catch one. And I think Kyler Murray will be sacked three times in this game. And I think he'll be intercepted twice. I think he'll throw one touchdown, but I don't expect him to have a good game. My final prediction for this game is not good for the Cardinals. I'm predicting something to the tune of 27 to 10. And... Like, the Commanders have the opportunity to be really good, and I think they're going to shock a lot of people by winning out of the gate. It's certainly easier when you don't have Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke as your top quarterbacks. Moving on to the Titans at the Saints. The Titans just got Will Levis, but he won't be starting this game. I think more importantly, they got DeAndre Hopkins, and he and Traylon Burks can maybe be pretty good, and he can maybe make Traylon Burks into a better receiver, because the Titans are definitely missing A.J. Brown right now. They do have Derrick Henry, one of the best running backs in football, when healthy, an amazing power back, and I think that would be the source of most of their points. The Saints did get the former Raiders quarterback, Derek Carr. They also have Chris Olave, which is pretty good. They also have Marshawn Lattimore, though he had limited participation in practice. And But they also have like Cam Jordan. So this is a very good Saints team. And the Titans team entering a pretty bad rebuild, like a pretty difficult rebuild. I'm expecting the Saints to win. I think I think that Ryan Tannehill will be sacked at least once by Cam Jordan. I think that he'll throw one touchdown to DeAndre Hopkins, but I expect Derek Carr to have a great day. Two touchdowns, 250 yards. And I expect Chris Olave to catch at least one of those touchdowns. They also have Jamal Williams, who will be working as Kamara's uh, backup, but starting because Kamara is suspended for now. He's really not the workhorse running back. He's the get it down to the two and then he'll punch it in type of running back. And so that might be a little problematic for the Saints, but I think their passing offense will really take over this game. I do predict Derrick Henry to have a touchdown in this game. So I'm expecting the Saints to win a pretty close one, actually. I'm predicting a 21-14 game for the Saints. Now, 
Moving on, Jaguars at Colts. The Jaguars really have no important injuries, and neither do the Colts, except Jonathan Taylor. He will not be playing for quite a few games, so that will be problematic because their main source of offense is gone for a few games, and I don't know if they can really recover from that. And Zach Moss will be starting in place of Taylor. And Anthony Richardson will be starting. He was a good prospect, a bit raw coming out of college, but he can really do some great things. His receiving core isn't looking too good. Michael Pittman Jr. is okay, but he's not cut out to be a wide receiver one. And so that might be a little bit of a problem. Their defense, of course, they do have Shaquille Leonard. They do have DeForest Buckner. So I don't expect them to be too bad. But the Jaguars are really good. They have Lawrence Taylor. They have... Travis Etienne, they have Josh Allen, not the quarterback Josh Allen, the the linebacker Josh Allen. They have a receiving duo that can turn out to be pretty good in Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk. And their defense is pretty solid. They did miss out on Aiden Hutchinson, which is... A really big bummer for them, honestly. But they do have Tyson Campbell. They do have Darius Williams. And they do have the ability to do very well. And I think they'll make the playoffs. So I'm predicting Trevor Lawrence to throw two touchdowns, get sacked by DeForest Buckner once. And I'm expecting that Travis Etienne will rush for at least one touchdown. And I'm expecting that Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk will each catch a touchdown pass. For the Colts, I don't, like Anthony Richardson is the starter. I'm not going to make any predictions here, just like with CJ Stroud. Um, Really, I think Michael Pittman will catch a touchdown because he's probably the most reliable target, but It's still not great. And I'm expecting that the Jaguars will win a 24-14 game against the Colts. Now on to Panthers at Falcons. Really, I mean, the Falcons can be really good. They have Kyle Pitts back. They have Drake London. They did lose Calvin Ridley, but they also have Desmond Ritter, who will be starting, and he showed some potential. They also have Bijan Robinson, who I think will be the biggest, you know, kind of X factor there for the Falcons. The Panthers do have Bryce Young, but I don't know how good he will be. So, like the other two rookie quarterbacks, I'm not going to make. Any predictions 
whatsoever about him. Though, but they do have some good running backs, except not really. They do have Raheem Blackshear, who will be a pretty good asset for them. And they did lose DJ Moore, which could be a really big problem for them. And their receiving core looks a bit bare. They do have Adam Thielen, but he is questionable. And for running backs, they actually do have Miles Sanders, but I don't know how good he will be considering he won't be behind that great Philly O-line. And at tight end, they have Hayden Hurst. And so that could be a really huge benefit to them, the former Bengals tight end. And, I mean, they're okay, but not very good. Uh, linebacker, though, Brian Burns is probably their best defender. He is a great sack machine. They also do have Shaq Thompson and Frankie Louvu off ball. And they have J.C. Horn at cornerback, a steadily improving 2021 first-round pick. Overall, I'm going to make zero predictions about Bryce Young, but I think Miles Sanders will get at least one touchdown. For the Falcons, though, I think Bijan Robinson will get at least one touchdown, and Desmond Ritter will throw at least two touchdowns. I, And they also have Grady Jarrett, which is... Good. I think that Drake London and Kyle Pitts will each catch a touchdown. And for the Panthers, I do think that. Yeah, I do think that they will get at least two sacks of Ritter, one of which coming from Burns. At least one of which coming from Burns. And I do expect Adam Thielen to catch a touchdown. So kind of indirectly making a Bryce Young prediction. But I do think Thielen will catch a touchdown in this game. Although he did have limited participation in practice, he is questionable. But I kind of expect him to return. And... Really, I think the Panthers will win a close one. I think the Falcons will actually win 27-24. Bengals at Browns. I smell a blowout. They have a great receiving duo. They did lose Hayden Hurst, but they do have a great receiving core. They do have a great defensive line. Trey Hendrickson, DJ Reader, and... Sam Hubbard highlighting that. Yeah, they're receiving core Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. Their quarterback, one of the best in football, Joe Burrow. And their running back is Joe Mixon, which is pretty great. With the Browns, they... Amari Cooper did not participate in practice, which could be a problem. 
And Denzel Ward had limited participation in practice. If he can't be playing, then that will be quite the problem for the Browns. I think the Bengals are going to win by a long shot. Um, Joe Mixon, at least 70 yards, one touchdown. Joe Burrow, 250 yards, two touchdowns, uh, one sack. Miles Garrett. I think Deshaun Watson, under 200 yards, two picks. And I think Jamar Chase will catch at least one touchdown. Actually, I think Joe Burrow, three touchdowns. And I expect this to be quite a blowout. 34 to 10 sounds about right to me. Now, the next game is the 49ers at the Steelers. Um, my least favorite team against the team I don't really mind. I'm a huge Rams fan. I hate the 49ers. Uh, but they will probably win this. And the 49ers, they have... Quite a long injury list. Tanilo Hafunga and George Kittle. Limited participation in practice. Brock Purdy, full participation in practice. And he might start this game. In fact, he is expected to start this game, which is a huge benefit to the 49ers. With the Steelers... Their only major injury reported is Cam Hayward limited participation in practice, no game status. Um, I think Brock Purdy's going to have a great day with two touchdowns, but I think he will also be sacked four he will be sacked three times because of the Steelers defensive line and pass rush. Hayward, Highsmith, Herbig, Watt. But he gets only three sacks predicted because of the offensive line of the 49ers. But I do expect him to throw two touchdowns. And I expect Devo Samuel to catch a touchdown. I expect George Kittle to catch a touchdown. And I predict that Kenny Pickett throws one touchdown and two picks, and I think that George Pickett will catch a touchdown. Um, I think that Brock Purdy will throw an interception, however. And I do predict for the 49ers to win 24-2. to. 16. And now on to the Dolphins at Chargers rematch of a pretty good Thursday night game from the 2022 season. The Dolphins have a long, a pretty long list of injuries. Among those, the only big star is Jalen Waddle with limited participation in practice, but I think he'll play. The Chargers only have Diane Henry, Diane Henley, who did not participate in practice. 
He was a pretty big player in the preseason, so it's kind of disappointing to see him not play. Um, I think that the Dolphins are going to win this. I mean, the Chargers are a good team, but I don't think they compare to the Dolphins, especially with the receivers and Quentin Johnston's drop problems. I think that Tua Tungo-Vailoa will throw a touchdown. No, I think Tua Tungo-Vailoa will throw three touch, two touchdowns solely because of the talent of his receivers. I think that Tyreek Hill and uh, Jalen Waddle will each catch a touchdown. I predict Justin Herbert to throw three touchdowns, and I predict Keenan Allen to get a touchdown, and I predict Austin Eckler to get a touchdown. And, you know, I might actually predict the Chargers winning this, but I don't think so. I predict a kind of close one, maybe like 31-28. I do predict that Joey Bosa gets a sack in this game and that Tua will be picked off at least once by either Asante Samuel Jr. or the great safety Derwin James. Now, on to Green Bay at the Bears. With Green Bay, the biggest if is whether, you know, Jordan Love is any good or not. He hasn't played enough for anyone to know. Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs both did not participate in practice, which could be really bad for them, especially when a quarterback who hasn't started much before is going to be starting. The Bears, Jaquan Brisker, limited participation in practice, but not much aside from that. The Bears, I think, might actually win this. Like, the Packers aren't doing so well. Yeah, they have Jair Alexander, uh, but Christian Watson might not play. And they do have Aaron Jones, pretty good running back, but I don't think their offense will be really good enough to win this game. The Bears have a shot. Is it a good shot? Not really, but still. I think that Jair Alexander will get at least one interception. I think that Jordan Love will not throw more than one touchdown. He will also throw at least one interception. I think that that DJ Moore will have a good debut, a good two-touchdown debut with Justin Fields rushing for an additional touchdown. I think I expect it to be close, like maybe even 21 to... 20, like, or 21-17. I think it's going to be very close. Now, Raiders at Broncos. Broncos ain't winning. They don't have that many important injuries. Oh, I was looking at the Raiders, and Chandler Jones did not participate in practice, might be out. And for the Broncos... Greg Dolchich did not participate in practice. Jerry Judy had limited participation in practice. 
which could be really bad considering their quarterback is uh, Russell Wilson. And that could be a really big problem because I don't think he is very good. I think he's pretty bad. I don't know how much Sean Payton will do to help that. But I think the Broncos will continue to be bad as long as they have Russell Wilson. I think Max Crosby will walk away from this game with two sacks. And I think that Wilson will throw at least three interceptions. And I do expect him to throw a touchdown because he has a very good receiver room. But I think their most offense will come from their running back, uh, Williams. Javante Williams, I expect to have a two-touchdown day. And I don't know how good the Raiders will be. I think Josh Jacobs will have three touchdowns or something like that against the Broncos. And I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo will throw a touchdown. I think he's really just settling in. And, like, even though he has Renfro and Devontae Adams, I don't see him throwing a touchdown. So, yeah, I think this ends up being, like, a really big running back battle. And, and I don't know, I think it's going to be close, maybe 24-21 Raiders. The Broncos aren't winning, and I have to give a lot of credit to Sean Payton. Now... Eagles at Patriots, this is going to be a very big Eagles win. They really have no injuries aside from Josh Job, who had limited participation in practice. The Patriots had Trent Brown, Jack Jones, Devontae Parker, and Cole Strange all had limited participation in practice. No game status yet, but that could be quite a problem for them if those guys can't play. They do have Juju Smith-Schuster. They do have Ezekiel Elliott, which does help things. And Mac Jones looks like he should be better this year than he was last year. But it's the Eagles, so you just know they're not going to do well. I think Mac Jones will throw one touchdown against this defense. But I expect him to throw at least two interceptions and be sacked five times. I mean, you got to expect a lot of sacks from the Eagles. Just that defensive line is just insane. They got Hassan Reddick, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Jalen Carter. This is just such a great team. Like, they really. It doesn't seem like they can possibly do poorly. And, you know, it really showed off. They made it to the Super Bowl, and, you know, they lost on a bad call. So I think they are going to win by a lot. I think Jalen Hurts, two touchdowns on the ground, uh, two touchdowns through the air, one through the ground. And I think Darius Slay, one interception. And then A.J. Brown, at least one touchdown. I think this ends up being like 31, kind of like 31 to 10 or something like that. The Eagles are just that good.
Rams at Seahawks. This one pains me because the Rams, as you know, are my favorite team. Cooper Cup is out. He keeps having hamstring issues. And, you know, he's the best receiver in the league when he's healthy. But he's not healthy pretty much ever, which is unfortunate. And with the Seahawks, Jackson Smith and Jigba is on the injury report, but has full participation in practice. Devon Witherspoon had limited participation in practice, their first round pick. And so, but they are a good team. I don't think they will make the playoffs again. They really made it on the back of like a horribly officiated game against the Rams, where like anything the Rams did was a penalty. Like, there was a running into the kicker call where the guy was clearly blocked into the kicker. There was a really bad call where um, the quarterback, Geno Smith, takes off on a long run, and then he goes out of bounds, and Jalen Ramsey is already out of bounds, and he just braces for impact, and Smith runs right into him, and then they flag Jalen Ramsey, and then after the play, like between plays while they're discussing the penalty, the receiver, DK Metcalf, gets up in Ramsey's face mask and yanks it to the side with his thumb, and that was uncalled. It was just really bad. And so I do think they will win this, although Stafford will be back. Puka Nakua will be playing. There will be Van Jefferson in this game. We will see Kim Akers' full health, although that might not be a good thing. There will be Aaron Donald. So there are some things to look forward to. And, of course, Kobe Durant will be playing. And probably Trey Tomlinson. So, I mean, the Rams have an opportunity here, but they are definitely the underdogs, and I'm going to predict as such. I predict that DK Metcalf will catch a touchdown. I predict that Kenneth Walker the third will rush for two touchdowns in this game. I predict that Stafford will have a two-passing touchdown game. And I think that Puka Nakua will get his first-ever NFL touchdown this game. And I do expect... Aaron Donald to sack Geno Smith at least once, and I predict Geno Smith to throw at least one interception. But I think we'll be kind of all in vain for a 21-17 loss. I think the Seahawks will win 21-17. Now on to the Cowboys and the Giants. Big rivalry. Cowboys are going to win. Pretty simple. The Cowboys have a very good defensive line with Dorrance Williams and they also have Micah Parsons not Doris Williams Dorrance Armstrong they have a pretty good receiver core CG Lamb and they are just a pretty good team and of course Trayvon Diggs they do have Dak Prescott Tony Pollard will be back likely 
And so this could be quite a good first game for the Cowboys. And for the Giants, they do have Dexter Lawrence. They do have Darius Slayton and Saquon Barkley. He's my fantasy back, actually. And I do expect Barkley to do pretty well, despite a great front presented by the Cowboys. But I do expect him to be pretty good this season. In this game, I think two touchdowns, 100 yards is pretty fair. I don't think Daniel Jones will do all that well. I think last season might have been a fluke, and he's getting paid way too much. I think with Daniel Jones, one touchdown, one interception, under 200 yards probably, and two sacks. I think Micah Parsons will get a sack. And, yeah, I think that Darius Slayton will have a pretty good season. We'll have a pretty good game, like over 70 yards. For the Cowboys, I predict two touchdowns out of Prescott, one touchdown out of Lamb, and a touchdown, and two touchdowns from Pollard. I don't know how good he will be after he broke his leg. Sometimes athletes are very different after catastrophic injuries like this but I don't think I think he will be quite good he was a very good back and they can always fall back on Deuce Vaughn who's been lighting defenses up in the preseason I really expect like a 31-21 game a win for the Dallas Cowboys now the Bills at the Jets final game of the week Monday night football and this one is interesting the Jets with Aaron Rodgers will not win Uh, I think the Bills are just the better team and I think they will come away with the win like Stefan Diggs Josh Allen Cook James Cook oh I just realized James Cook Dalvin Cook brother rivalry twice a year now and they're going to play on Monday Night Football which is great they had the most insane game of the 2022 season though when Dalvin Cook was still on the Vikings but James Cook is I think will improve and he's still pretty good Josh Allen amazing Stefan Diggs Gabe Davis very good Dawson Knox very good uh, Kair Elam, Trey White, that's a good combo. Jordan Poyer and Matt Milano, Von Miller will be back. The Jets do have Quinton Williams, an aging Aaron Rodgers. I think his like he is getting worse, and that is undeniable. They do have pretty good receivers, Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed in the secondary. So. They're a good team as well, but I just don't see them competing against the uh, Bills. Oh, and if I haven't mentioned it already, neither team has reported an injury yet. But I think it will be an interesting game to watch, but I think the Bills will win. Josh Allen, two touchdowns, 
passing one touchdown. Rushing Stefan Diggs versus Sauce Gardner. Going to be an incredible matchup. But I think Stefan Diggs will win that one with one touchdown. I do expect Sauce Gardner to have an interception because of Josh Allen's slight issues, you know, protecting the ball. I think that Aaron Rodgers will be sacked at least once by Vaughn Miller. I think that he'll throw at least two picks, and I think Tredavious White will get at least one. I do expect him to throw a touchdown to to Garrett Wilson, but that's I don't think it's it will be enough to win. I do expect each Cook brother to get a rushing touchdown, and I think the Bills will come out on top 28-17. Anyway, that is the end of the first episode of Season 2 of Penalty on the Podcaster. I'm so excited for the new season. I'm really happy to be putting this episode out now. Thank you all for listening. Again, not gambling advice. Um, this podcast currently has no sponsors. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast or contact me for whatever reason, my email is in the di- description. This podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, RSS Community, and Google Podcasts. If you want to listen on all those, the links to this show on all those platforms will be in the description. RSS Community is recommended because you can view the transcripts there. If you enjoyed the episode and you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. It helps the channel grow. It costs nothing. It takes about a second and you can always undo it if you change your mind later. Also, Please spread the word if you enjoyed. I'm really trying to get to a 1,000 all-time downloads by the end of the year, and you spreading the word would really help. So I'd greatly appreciate it if you did. Anyway, that is all for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed this installment of Penalty on the Podcaster. You'll hear more of me next episode.